Do it a little faster. You still got it. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And we are Around, Around the, the Way Curls. Join us as we share our unique life experiences, aka tell all our business, and explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Oh my God. Not us being back on the scene. Shout Hallelujah. Out. Back like we did leave. We left. We left I, for a long time, too. I feel like that was significant. Yeah, everybody was like, two weeks. That's nothing. It was like a week and a half, two weeks and a half. I think because it's episodic, it feels like that was like nine episodes. It was five, five episodes. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm well. Um, we are in recording July 3rd, and it still doesn't feel like summer to me yet. Why? What does it do feel you... like some... Oh, internet. <laughs> What's happening on the top of my head? If you are on Patreon, you can see that it's getting <laughs> tricky over here. You see me struggling with it. to the side like you normally do. Stop playing. Nah, these curls. When you have to put headphones on with these, it's a... It's a real. It always looks cute. Anyway, <sighs> it does not feel like summer. I don't actually know what I'm expecting. Um, I think I'm looking for this carefree energy. Mm. Or I'm looking for, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like the weather feels oppressive and like extreme. It feels... Like it's raining all the time as well. I think that's what it is. It's feeling very rainy and dense. And it's not giving hot and steamy. It's giving dank. Dank. This is a so far it's dank. What is dank? Dank is like a basement. You know, like you go into a basement and it's like wet and kind of musky and hot and you don't breathe can't breathe very well. It's also a um colloquialism for very good marijuana on the street or maybe oh. bad marijuana dank that shit is dank can't Donkey remember is thanks in german <laughs> <laughs> what why was that so funny i don't get it dank let me look it up urban dictionary. look up dank street slang it's either really bad First of all, it's urban or really dictionary what i say urban dictionary even said word of germanic origin meaning that's thanks. a west coast Thank thing you. commonly used in chat rooms and forums weed weed dank maybe i shouldn't have this e on it oh what thank you a phrase also known as weed etiquette used after a friend or acquaintance smokes with you oh or high smokes quality you out. yes it's high quality i'm back well <laughs> y'all learning a lot already thank us for coming back I um, took an art class, which was really fun. Shout it was one class? I thought it was multiple. Well, there were mon multiple classes on okay. one subject. I took a, um, a, motion, um, a motion collage class where you cut out collage, but then you make that move. And it was just really like I have not stepped into 
that kind of environment and art class environment since high school. So it was really nice to like be back with that. Artists are quirky, interesting people to be around and I really um, enjoyed it. And I'm, I loved there was like homework. So coming home, normally, you know, I'm doing something or I'm on my phone or I'm talking to somebody, but coming home and like just sitting at the kitchen table and paying close attention to what I'm doing felt really good. Something that I want to, I want to continue doing. Um, and the artist was really, um, he was, he was amazing. He was really amazing. And I'm going to continue taking classes there. They have all types of classes there. So shout out to Fleischer. If you're in Philly, check that out. Um, I wouldn't like to pause. I want to pause because Jasmine has asked Shanti. (laughs) She said, what is it when you commission someone? Yeah. She was like, I would like to commission you to do a piece for my home. And Shanti said, "Eh, eh, eh." no, I said, girl, what is wrong with you? Take that child's money. Why won't you do it? It's going to be $25,000. She can't. (laughs) (laughs) Why I'm won't like, you do it though? College tuition. I Will literally you help me scratch. Girl, I'm gonna that's, do that's like one a, semester. <laughs> that's a shame. JoJo ain't going to college. That's crazy. That's <laughs> the, the way <laughs> that just sobered me up real quick. Well, we'll get into um, affirmative action. Why I won't you do go- it though? Seriously, because I told her I, I was will like, do I don't it. Think I, she'll it ha- do it. It will have to come from a place of inspiration, not from me just like. A money it grab? Needs to be in, yeah, it needs to be inspired. I'd want to do something nice. And again, I don't know what the medium would be. What would what would do it be? Do a collage piece. Maybe I will. Maybe I What's that lady? She's in LA. I'm obsessed with her work. Oh, her collage work. I, I always know, post girl. her stuff. Anyway, keep going. I'll tell you. Um, I'm single again. <laughs> Yo. Your girl is out on these fucking streets again. Whoa. How does it it's feel? It's all good. It feels really good. It feels does really. Does it? You enjoy the streets? I mean, I'm not out on the streets, really. I'm, um, I'm just getting more ran like a... over in the street. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just in my house looking out the window into the streets at this moment. I'm not on the streets yet, but it's, it's. Don't worry, everything's okay. It was an amicable, loving, mature, gracious um, separation. So nobody don't send no fucking comments or nothing on the artsy boys page. <laughs> it's gonna what, be like, me. You know what? I'm, it's <laughs> gonna be me. I'm gonna be the one like, <laughs> Wait fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't give them that energy. No, listen. It's just because I'm insane, but you know. <laughs> but you know how when Beyonce. Uh, well, Rachel Roy, or if, if anybody attacks Beyonce, it's the bees. The beehive. I, I wish there was the a bees. chicken. There would be a chicken wing emoji. I'm trying to think of there what There is my, one. There's a drumstick. There's a chicken drum. wing? No, not a oh. wing. It's a drumstick. That would be my emoji. But you so. could look at the drumstick and think it's, oh, no, you like flats. Damn. Yeah, I don't even, fu- I don't even really connect with drumsticks, really. I don't like drumsticks, but I like the little drumette. More meat on that thing. I don't I mean, want to fight with you, Internet. We just started. I don't want us <laughs> to have a contentious, a lot of tension. But this is it's exciting because I haven't been single with you in like I've ever, been single so. my whole life. So <laughs> you just have never been single. That's the difference. I don't think I've known you single. 
in our no. since 14 no 18 since 18 you. you've you're never been lying. single who was i with when i was 18 can i say his name no all right Ooh, well then just give me give give me a hint of what it was yellow mellow mellow no, yellow. I was, it wasn't 18 don't play oh. with me yes you were yes you were nutcase you're Gosh, I've been in serial monogamous relationships. <laughs> Your I, whole life. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't date. I date. We go on a date. We vibe. And then we're in love and together for four years. So I'm excited to not do that. And also. I have the perfect person for you to go on a date with. And she, y'all, she won't go. <laughs> she got his number and everything. And she won't oh, use it. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I'm dipping. Like I said, I'm not necessarily in the streets yet. I'm looking out the window, sitting there, head out the window. Like Blue Ivy when she was on the, when she was on that, like, what was that? When she was peering down at all the people at the concert. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. That is so it's funny. Like, mm. uh, do I really want to be out here? Antoinette. But that should be exciting for the summer. Should it? I don't know. We'll see when the winter time happens. But right now, I'm, um, you know, I'm focusing on myself. I'm focusing on my self care. Like I ain't worried about nobody else. I'm gonna get my white dress soon. I'm gonna become a daughter of Oshun very soon. I might become a vegan until a, another nigga comes around, and then, you know. Oh God. And then what? Then what happens? Back Another. to shenanigans. Back to an no. I I rebuke it. That's not going to be my destiny. I'm gonna chill and be single for a minute. Single. What you eating? Single and ready to mingle. That's what I need to mingle. I need you to need date to multiple mingle. people. I need to date multiple people. I we need both to just, need to practice that. We should. So that's that's what our future episodes should be about. How to swoon and sway these niggas. I got something for you. I was doing it this weekend, but keep oh, going. Keep going. What, I'm, we gonna get go there. ahead. No, I want to hear what, the rest of your update. What else am I saying? Oh, it's July 3rd, July 15th. We're going to be at the Curly Girl Collective. What the hell? Is that the name of it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I said that is not what this is called. What is this called? Curl oh, Fest. Curl Fest. I was about to say Curl Days. That was ours. Wow. I apologize for that. I wasn't paid for that promotion, so I didn't do a bad job. But <laughs> shout out to um Curlfest. Now, this is a big deal. They haven't done this in a minute. This is gonna be their first time throwing this large festival again for I think two years. So I'm excited to be out there. Sable Collective will be out there. Antoinette will be out there. She may possibly be working for the Sable Collective, but oh. I'm trying to <laughs> not have that happen. I'm trying to have us you, I think you should put me out on the strip because I made I was making money. I was interacting with folks. We sparked up conversations and they was leaving Internet that table with something. Internet's a very good salesperson. Really I am. I think, that, I think we should do it. I don't know. I'm trying to move away from that, but oh. <clears throat> we're going to be there. And I hope you guys go. Tickets are still available. So you should guys go check out Curl Fest 2023. Where is it it's, this year? It's somewhere hmm. else, right? Something island. What's that island? Is it called? Randall's Island? Randall's Governor's Island. Governor's Island. Randall's Island. Where's that at, Antoinette? Is mm -hmm. that in Brooklyn? No, it's an island, Sheila. 
<laughs> out the in the river. Coast of Brooklyn. Mm-mm. I think it's Harlem. Harlem. Oh. Well, this is it's going to be a trek and it's going to be experience, but I'm excited for it. So, and all I feel good. I feel excited. I um actually just watched Tabitha Brown again. I'm a I don't know what they call Tabitha Brown fans, but I'm one of them. Are you? Do you like her food? I really. Um, I'm gonna shame you. I don't. No, I don't like. I I haven't tried her popcorn. You know, she has a whole brand of stuff coming out. Now no. I don't think what she makes as a as a actual vegan um chef. Anyway, I'm not going down into the spiral. You just tried to go <laughs> negative and low vibration. I'm not even responding to what you just said. I, I fuck with Tabitha. I love her. I love watching her journey. I love the energy she shares. And she was sharing uh she's at Essence Fest right now. She was talking about um she showed she had a little live or whatever. She was taking off her makeup and just reflecting on the past six years that she had, you know, where she started and where she is now. She now has her food line and her hair care line in Target for like she has all hair year care round. line. She has a hair care line now because she has Donna. Donna's her what she calls her hair. She it was just reflecting on how far she's come and how grateful um she is and I could really feel in that moment her being in the moment and being appreciative and I think it's really easy for all of us to be like oh I'm I'm not where I'm supposed to be but I was sitting there in my apartment I was I went to Target recently and I got a bunch of um little things for my house I got a key holder (laughs) This uh, bear with me. It's gonna come full full circle. All right. I got a key hanger mm-hmm. that I can place on my um wall. So when I come and I have a place to put my keys, I got basic shit like a dish, a, a dish holder that holds my sponges and my dish detergent. This was all stuff that I would not get for myself. Like Antoinette knows, I don't even have a camera, a a phone holder in my car. It's very upsetting. For when I put that on directions, because I just, it's deeply connected to this, like, oh, it's not, it's not necessary. It's not a necessity. I'm going to waste, you know, I'm wasting it, or I'm not making enough money to buy these kinds of things. Those are luxuries. And they're not, they're just basic things. But I'm not in any way balling, but I was just really sitting with how grateful I am in this very moment to do these really simple things. Um... And trusting that, you know, it's this comfort, this ease, this excitement, this growth is inevitable. And and being in practice of being grateful now in this moment. So as I grow, that's just the habit versus like bugging and being worried and anxious. And I don't have enough right now and future tripping about the present. And I just... I'm grateful for the little things. I'm grateful I have a, a fucking key holder and that I had the wherewithal and the uh, emotional openness to just buy a goddamn key holder for myself. It sounds small, but these are just, it's good. I feel good. I feel good in my life with these simple things and I'm doing my best to like be grateful and know that <sighs> more is to come. Hallelujah. Thank you, Tab, for her testimony. That's very dope, Shanti. 
Yeah, I feel good. One tiny step for you, one giant leap for man. I actually saw those mugs. Did you see the mugs? Uh, you said what? You don't know that quote? Joe. That's what they said when they got on the moon. Girl, you know. What? You don't no, think they don't went know. to the moon? No. <laughs> you know the moon ain't real. That's the white man trying to give a... <laughs> no. I just don't know that. This is Hadia. This is a Will- Hadia Williams. She is... I know her. She's a DC designer. Mm-hmm. One of uh, early Sable artisans so shout out to her yeah i got a bunch of her stuff and i'm like i saw also, a bunch shout out of, to target yeah they're really they're wow. really um amplifying black businesses in a really beautiful wow. way mm-hmm. um my updates girl i'm you are single i was about to say i'm happy i'm not happy but i am you can say you're happy curious <laughs> Well, I just, I'm ready to see you get whatever it is that you want and figure out exactly what you want. And I'm ready to part first. be in the streets with you as ethically as possible. <laughs> <laughs> but I realized, so you were always giving me these tips of like, you got to meet the eyes, hold the eyes smile and then a coy kind of look away right Mm -hmm. so old Antoinette would just roast the shit out of somebody and be like don't you know I'm flirting with you duh I just (laughs) made fun of your outfit um and new Antoinette so I went out I've been gallivanting with Mandy and her homegirls all weekend just running running amok running in the streets and Mandy had it set up that she said we we are having a competition today and whoever gets the most numbers wins i don't know what i want i didn't win shit but i did win the competition <laughs> and i think i only won because mandy don't like nobody and her homegirl refused to smile at anyone but i tried that meet the eye Boy, little smile and look away baby mm-hmm. that shit works mm-hmm. like a i said oh it's like a fishing hook mm-hmm. and what they was just funny need a little, they need a little opening yeah they're terrified i yeah. for a while thought that they were just out and just as disheartened and disinterested as all the rest of us i thought we were all just collectively disgusted by the dating pool no they terrified terrified they just try to know if you, they don't want to be rejected. Exact. Duh. Humans. Who knew? So I did that. But Mandy's homegirl was like, she had a, she, she saw me and she said, this bitch looks like a Disney princess. <laughs> and I caught myself at one point. So we were also hanging out with Mandy's friend, um, Anik, who's actually an artist. We're going to get into him um, a little bit in hot shit. Really dope artist. And I was, we ended up somehow like going grocery shopping, just hanging out because I was dropping people off. And he, I was in the grocery store and he asked me a question about something that I bought. And I realized I was in a sundress holding both sides of the dress up like a fucking Disney princess and twirling, like not twirling, but moving side to side and smiling. And I was like, (laughs) I have turned into a Disney character. That is how I interact with men now. And it, um, it's working for me, so I'm going to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, no, I would come up to you like if, you know, I would come up to you if you were doing that. I'd be like, oh, yeah, she's interested. 
She's interested. So I just given that information out to anyone who needs it. A friendly smile. And that's hard for New York women <laughs> and Philly women. Child. Every time and and I have to say that every time somebody asks me, like, oh, where are you from? And I say Philly, they're like, for real? <laughs> and I'm actually proud of that. It means that I'm getting rid of that like guard, that wall that a lot of Philly folks have up and New York women. And I don't think it's their fault. I think that there's a lot of reasons. Dr. Umar talks about those reasons as to why the women are operating in the way that they are. And that broken clock be right sometimes, child. Shout out to the God, Dr. Umar. But um, so that was eventful. And now I just gave out my number to a bunch of folks. I don't know who they are. But oh, wait a minute. I just want to pause for a minute. So you oh. smile. You look away and then they, they walk over, they, they walk approach over. you then they walk. Okay. Over. And they say, Hey, how you doing? Or even if they take a second, if they're like, wait, was, is that what I think just happened? And then you look again, you uh-huh. kind of like look over to be like, Hey, where, where are you? Like a little look uh-huh. over your shoulder and then like, look away. But I want to get like Mandy, Mandy just pull up. She'd be like, you fine. What you doing here? What's your name? <laughs> Let me buy you a drink. Also, I learned something else about Mandy, and these are my fancy friends. She apparently doesn't wait on lines. So every single place we went, she was like, I'm not waiting in this line. And do you want to know what she does? Mm. I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to. She walks the line until somebody wants to take a picture with her. And then she's like, yeah, I'll take a picture with you. Take the picture. And she stays there. Oh, my right God. where? <laughs> That person. Brilliant. And I watched her too. She wanted a drink and she walked up to these two girls and she said, I got your drinks if if I could just get in front of you. And I was like, that's rich people shit because I ain't buying nobody drinks mm-hmm. just to get in front. I'll wait my ass right in the line with Gem Pop. But I was like, that's brilliant. She's like, you never do that? I said, nobody knows me <laughs> like you, sweetie. But I also want to say that my Beyonce outfit came and... <laughs> Uh-oh. I belong on a shade room with what you what you bought versus oh, what you no. got. <laughs> you should do that just oh, for the giggles. I should go get it. I should I'm too embarrassed. I want to show see. you. No. I want to see. No. This is what the patrons pay for. Where is it? Hold on. Let me get it. Talk to them while I get it. Y'all. This is important because we've all experienced it. And it's July 3rd, which is like, she better hurry up and figure this out. My, I'm going to look like Donna Summers. Mine is going to be like a okay. 70s ballroom dress. Now, first, let me just tell you what it was. Let me show you what it was supposed to look like. It is so, I girl, I was flabbergasted when I opened <laughs> this. Flabbergasted. And girl, I you knew. You got to hurry up and figure this out. I knew better. No, I already figured it out. Something in my spirit told me this is a this is a bad idea. I know. Let me show you what. Oh my god! All right, everybody on Patreon, I'm gonna show y'all. You can show your share your screen on Patreon. Yeah. Shout out to this. Can you see it? That is what it was supposed to be. Ooh! Right fire. <laughs> now let me show you what I got. Take this out, this little bag, real quick. Th- that looks like little rhinestones, right? Uh oh. Get out of me, the wish today. Shanti, first of all, look at. Oh my God. What is <laughs> that? At, that's supposed to be the rhinestone. 
And Why then, would they play like that? They play, and then look, wait, look at how this is this is one nude, right? But then the arm is a completely different oh, nude. Oh <laughs> my god! Look at this, and they said, "Can you?" I try. I'm telling them like I'm returning this. This one it didn't even fit in my arms, and two, it's a mess. And they're like, "Oh, can you take <laughs> pictures of it?" So I had to put this on and take pictures of it in order to send it back. I said, I got. I have to block my face out before I send it. I got to put a heart over my face. But look at this contraption. Anyway, it's very upsetting. So as a result, I I was I was flailing. I said, what is a girl gonna do? And and right on my go to place that I always buy nutty stuff from Don't came through with the came through. I'm not. And um, I have something, and it's a it's a halter gown. Sequence halter silver gown, Ooh. and I'm gonna wear it and act it's like I'm gown? supposed to. It's a fucking gown, and I'm wearing it, and I don't send care. it to me privately. <laughs> I sent it to my sister. First I'm gonna of all, look like your bridesmaid then because I have a dress too. You have a dress? Oh, yes, yeah, it's my sister. It's- so, for people who don't know, it's my sister's big birthday, and we're gonna go celebrate. And we're going to be ridiculous. And I think I'm making an appointment for her to get her makeup done. I just sent it to you. So that'll be fun. I'm I really looking forward to it. All right. Well, all three of us will. We're going to go right to Sephora. <laughs> Cheap. I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, this is, wait, and um, it's, um, Angie's coming, right? She's going to be, just the three of us? it's the three of us in our seats. She's in the same section though. So we'll see her. Anyway, there oh, was a, that is fantastic. There was also a fight in hot yoga. Should I go into this story or is that enough? <laughs> I need the people to weigh in on this because I was I was really torn. I really was. All right. The hot yoga place that I go to is usually mostly women. And women tend to be very cognizant and thoughtful when it comes to their surroundings and not interrupt not interrupting, um interfering with folks' peace unless they're in a relationship with them so we're at hot yoga and this man comes in and he looks like if i was casting tarzan he would play tarzan he's like this white guy with this very long sun dyed kissed curly hair it's like disheveled just thrown on the top of his head super built super fit tall lean but like ripped and he has a little bit of an accent and I couldn't place the accent. And so he comes in, he's, he's catty cornered to me. He's like behind me, but off, off one mat to my right. And this yoga studio doesn't even have mirrors. It's just an all black wall, like walls, all black. It's candle lit. And so you're, it's really like dedicated to like be in your body, be in your practice, like connect to your breath, whatever. This guy, the entire class was carrying on. The first breath we took, I'm going to do the breath. I'm going to back up. He said, <laughs> I would have, I would And then I would have the gotten thing. up, rolled up my mat and walked out or and, rolled up and hit him. And left. But did the thing like where his tongue is out and he's like, ah, <laughs> it's just like, but he's doing that the entire class. And to the point where the instructor had to hold because she was, she was guiding us through the class and we couldn't hear her. 
Oh no. And so we find that this this class is an hour. We about fifty five minutes in. Fifty five minutes in, Shanti. And this white girl in the middle of the class, dead center. So you know she was an overachiever and dedicated to her practice. She sat up and slapped her mat and she said, Do you have to be so fucking loud in the middle of hot yoga? And so now the worst part was that we were doing the, the thing on the floor where your arms are spread and then your knees are to one side of you stretching your back, basically wringing out your spine. So I could see the whole thing. I saw her body. I saw her getting tight. I saw her shoulders getting tight. I saw her looking at him during the class and she finally had it. So I start cracking up because I think this shit is hilarious because we're near the end of class, girl. You couldn't hold it. So I got my towel over my face trying not to laugh. And then class ends. We do the little namaste. She did not do namaste. She did not nope, see the light in him. Fuck him up. <laughs> Girl, she got up and she walked towards him, took a couple steps and thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to do it. Turn a quarter of the way to the door. And then said, yes, I am. Went back to him and said, hi, can you please tell me your name? And he was like, oh, oh, why do you need to know my name? And she was like, because I need to make sure that I'm never in another fucking class with you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so I, you know me. I take for, I don't know why I take forever to get out of yoga. I got to roll my mat up. I got to wipe it down. I got to get my waters. I got to do all the things. So I'm still there and I'm like, oh shit. And so he just, you know what he did? Girl, he did a hand. He was really good. He did like a handstand thing and then went, ah, <laughs> again. And I was like, what? And so another white girl came over. Not another this, one. this was when it got tricky. And she was like, hey. And she tapped the girl on the shoulder. It was like, boom. And so the girl turned around and looked at her. And oh. you got to think about it. Everybody's hot. Everybody's sweaty. Everybody's kind of irritated because it's hot yoga. And then he ruined the class. She's like, hey, hey everybody's practice is different. Please be respectful. And she was like, everybody's practice can be different. She was like, but my issue is his practice is affecting everybody's practice in the fucking room. Meanwhile, the (laughs) instructor is at the door watching this entire thing. And she's just, as people leave, she's like, thank you for your practice. She doesn't know what to do. This is like a TV show or a movie or something. She doesn't know what to do. So I'm, I'm, being nosy i'm like rolling my mat up a little slower because i'm kind of laughing and so now the two girls are going at it and they're like and the whole time he's doing bridge pose he is just (laughs) he's they they're yelling over each other and then so that was irritating the the main girl even more that he was not phased and she was like yeah yeah you want to keep practicing your yoga because we didn't ruin it for you and he was <laughs> he was like he just kept taking these breaths and so finally other people came over and it was like the civil war everybody was split it was like captain america versus you know iron man and everybody's like They've got their side that they're on. And I'm like, whoa, I kind of rocking with the girl because he did ruin my practice. He really did. But girl, what do white, she you do? can't always count. She took it to the next. What she You do? can always count on a white woman. As soon as you feel a little aligned with her, she going to do some shit that reminds you that you, you can't, they not an ally and you can't even be their ally. You can't do it. Because I was this close to being like, all right, y'all, like, 
he was he was drawing a little bit. Let's just all stop lying. Okay, I get it. Nope. She lost her mind. She started throwing the blocks. She started screaming, everybody leave me alone. Like scream. She had a panic attack in that class. And I said, oh, I got to go. And I just proceeded to walk out. I said, thank you for class. To the lady who was still standing by the door, just watching this lady tear up her room. Tear up the room. And I said, wow, I paid $33 for this. 33 for a drop in class. It was really sad. So that was yoga. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. We're going to pause here, Monty, because Chauncey's thing is frozen I have finished that story and there's no laughter because you were paused so now well Monty here I am (laughs) oh my god put that in Monty work your magic Ah, all right the other things I don't have to we don't have to talk about we're already 33 minutes in but this should be like a little bit of a catch-up I saw your psychic and things were said (laughs) <laughs> mostly about mostly about around the way curls which was interesting she she talked a lot about around the way curls and she she just kept saying i see microphones and headphones and she talked about singing and performing again what you ain't telling me that yes i did she said don't don't let that go that doesn't have to be your means of um of your income but you shouldn't let it go but she also talked about um, relationships, and she said, I would not be in one. <laughs> so many streets, you know what I mean? Just out here for connection and pleasure and care and intention. Mm. Okay. Even if we're not going to be in a full relationship. Two things can coexist. That yes. was not in my cards. Not a deck, not a stars and moon not a birth chart. She didn't see it. She was like, not in the next two years. I was like, oh, okay, thanks. Let me go back to. Did oh, she fuck. predict that she take was going to be single? Take that name out. Nobody could know her name's Monty. 
Take that name out. I apologize. Why can nobody know her name? Just no. Okay. Uh, those are my updates. I'm also on See the Thing Is this week, so make sure y'all check that out. It, yeah, I think that comes out the same day, maybe Thursday. Yeah, I don't know actually. It could come out Tuesday. That's all. Well, while we were on our break, we also made sure to show up for our first town hall, regardless of the break. A town hall, I hate that name. I don't like it, but it was an exclusive um, meetup with our patrons on Patreon. We were able to interact and converse and kiki with folks in real time, um, virtually. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed everyone's comments and energy. Um, it felt it felt good. It felt really good. And we recapped on some of the, um, you know, stuff that we missed while we were on our break. We talked about Jonathan Majors, that goddamn submarine submersible. And um, guests also posed really, really um, great questions. And we had conversation around the questions that they posed. So it was a good time. We're going to do this monthly. So make sure y'all join our Patreon and um, get into the Kiki because it was a good time had. Thanks for everybody that um, participated and has such wonderful, great things to say. It was really nice. That one guest in particular, his I, I can't remember his name, where he asked about, you know, dating by men and by women and the differences and yada, yada, yada. There was also like really cool participation from the community around that, around how they felt. So interesting. It's on Patreon question. right now if you're interested in seeing it. Oh. And I think the next one we'll have, it'll be more like a game night. Mm-hmm. So come through with the come through. You had your wine. I'm going to have a little drink last time. Last time I didn't have one, but this time I'll have one. Okay. Get a little drinky drink in me. Okay. Another good time was Juvenile's NPR performance. This was in a historic event. I saw everybody sharing it. Um, Tiny Desk. Tiny Desk. The NPR's Tiny Desk this weekend, but I finally sat down yesterday <laughs> to watch it. Did you watch it yet? I watched it this morning. It was, I forgot <laughs> the lyrics to all of his songs. Same, it and was, I was so mad. It, But the... the in listening to it, it was just a beautiful, it wasn't a beautiful example of the profound and the profane. Cause that man was just exciting everybody with the, with some profanity child, the shit that he was saying. He also has just a wonderful, uh, he was, a, it was a great performance and he articulated very well. So the amount he of pussies and bitches and hoes that this man was up there on NPR's tiny desk. With a live band behind him, I was just there's one lyric I, I I told myself I needed to write it down. It was like bitch got a cute face. So I forget, but it was it was. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was have to screaming. find it. I have to find it. I, unpopular opinion. Back that ass up was not my favorite on that set list. Well, unpopular opinion. I don't like to hear hip hop with live. Nobody like, does. It's, it that's does why we not be. That's, that's why Black Thought don't pop the way he should. 
be having that goddamn band behind him. You're like, where the DJ at? Where the <laughs> bass at? <laughs> First, speaking of the bass, that bass player, did you see him? All of them were I cute. was lusting after that bass player. I said, sir, let me wash your beard real quick. No, Project Bitch was my absolute yes. favorite. Oh, Jonathan and those killed lyrics. That was the that's the song that has the lyric in it. Wait, I'ma find it. He said, Give me a project, bitch. Give me a project. Give me a hood bitch. rat trick. <laughs> One that don't give a fuck. Cause she could take that dick. I Yo. said, wow. And then and then like he was smart though. There were so, there's there were certain lyrics that he left out and let the audience say. He was like, Give me up. Hey, For, come on. Well, give me very up. few. Because <laughs> he was it was it, he was saying them words without a without skipping the beat child. What a he time to even, be alive. Manny Fresh was up there looking like a somebody somebody's <laughs> butch partner child. Lover. <laughs> <laughs> he was so a excited. Good though. lesbian. He was so excited. Um, it was dope. I didn't realize he was a double platinum. Like Juvenile has some that Down is South, that is no royalty. small feat, really. I'm realizing as we get older and I get less and less interested in listening to the music of today and I go back to yonder years is that, yo, there's a there's a lot of eras for me that I missed out on, like the whole Dirty South thing. Like, yeah, we know back that acts up. We need we know Project Bitch, but like that was because it was on the radio up here. It wasn't like culturally what was moving the needle for us. It, us, it was all like. East Coast shit. I know. I'm, I'm, because of my friend Kristen, shout out to Kristen and Tracy. Kristen loved the hot boys. And really? She, yeah. The black is hot. But I couldn't listen to it even at a, at a younger age because it was so vulgar. It was too vulgar for me. But I, I definitely got the mixtape. But no, I didn't do like the, I didn't get all of their singles because they had the cash money. Yeah. And then they all had their own um albums and i didn't go deep into it but there's a whole culture apparently there's beef between juvenile and uh what's their names it was juvenile lil wayne turk he mentioned him see anyway yeah there there was all these different like nuances that i know i definitely didn't catch but i was so happy for him for him to like you know, nobody wasn't really checking for Juvenile. Of course, he's respected. Of course, his, you know, back that ass up is like a cultural phenomenon. But for him to get this attention again, to have millions of views, for him to perform and him to show up so well, mm-hmm. I was really excited. And he put on and for I, Louisiana. For real. He did. It was great. They put. They did that, even though it was, you know, a little hollow because they ain't had a, the, the bass that they needed, the volume that they needed. That's they not Tiny that. Dust, though. They said, we want to hear your lyrics, King. And the ladies were singing. Shout out to them. How do you become a Tiny Dust? How do you get audience, audience member? I have no idea. I really don't. Somebody tell me. What's the I, plug? You asked, and they said you got to know somebody. Shame. Because all those white people up there weren't. They were also feeling it, but they also weren't feeling it enough for me. You didn't see the audience, did you? I didn't hear them either. I heard them when to. they they did an they wanted an encore, didn't they? Yeah, they did an encore. Uh, oh, well, back that ass up. Shout out to them. Um, in other news, you not as exciting. To listen to the whole thing. Not as exciting, but 
in light of the Supreme Court, <laughs> their rulings, their recent rulings, they had three major ones, baby, and more will come. Um, I want to encourage everyone to listen to the podcast. It's on Slate's network and it's called Slow Burn. And season eight is all about Clarence Thomas. And if you want to understand why Clarence Thomas is the way his raggedy Uncle Ruckus coon self is, then you should listen to that. It's really good. And believe it or not, it's meant to um to offer some humanity back into him. Yeah, and I still just him. said what I said about him and I stand ten toes down in it. Cause sir, you're trifling. But um, it's really good. So you did you listen to all of it or you listen to some no, of it? No, I'm on episode two, but I really love that you have accounts from majority black people mm-hmm. or at this episode, but majority black people that grew up with him um, and just had close relationships and just shared, you know, um, his growth. And it's it was really like eye opening for me. Uh, interesting, interesting, interesting. But y'all should check it out. Wait, did you get to the part where they talk about his grandfather yet? They've talked about his grandfather, but I don't know if there's like a pivotal point. Yeah, they you know, go. They deep. talk about yeah. No, they didn't go deep into who okay. I think is probably you know his his origin story is his grandfather and ter- turning as, him to the villainy he is is his relationship. As soon as he probably. went to live with his grandfather, anyway, we're we understand that um, this is our first our first podcast back, and we want to give um, the due diligence and the time and effort and attention um needed to really deep dive into those rulings. I've been um doing my research, have a ton of notes to share. Oh, that was another thing. During the pa- patron Patreon town hall, um some folks had suggested because I I sometimes feel like and maybe you maybe y'all can give us some feedback, but I sometimes feel like the politics as usual segment is a little long um because there's just so much to cover. So looking for innovative and creative ways to still like, we got to stay informed, but maybe I just need to be more succinct. I don't know. But people suggested that I do like a 10 to 15 minute (laughs) Patreon town hall thing when there's, um, when there's like a lot to discuss. So that might be something that's coming down the pike, but I, Shanti and I said it when we give extra content, on Patreon, y'all don't watch it. Y'all just want the episodes. We just haven't figured out what that content, where the sweet spot is that people are excited to see, maybe. They just want additional episodes. <laughs> exactly. So that's that. But if you if you have a suggestion for how we can do that, please call us. Leave us a voicemail at 215-948-2780. 215-948-2780. And then lastly, for my hot shit, I said this, that I hung out with this artist, Anik Khan, who is a originally from Bangladesh, um, now living here in Brooklyn. But, but, but. He is a singer, songwriter. He's completely independent, and his stuff is really dope. I did not know of him. I know he was on See The Thing Is, but really intentional and dope artist. So again, that's A-N-I-K. And his last name is Khan, K-H-A-N. His music is definitely 
it feels like Afrobeat meets Bollywood meets the Caribbean. Aww. It's it's really cool. And um he's he uses his platform for a lot of good. I learned a lot about Bangladesh that I did not know. And I did you know that Bangladesh is the eighth most populated country in the world? And it's only it. the size of Illinois. Oh, that's very tight. Yes. So They're also sense. like incredibly impoverished, um, which is sad. But the United States, of course, had a hand in that. He does a lot of stuff on his social media where he'll share tidbits and information. Um, and then I also noticed that even in his videos, he makes sure that the women in his videos are seemingly, I think they're Bangladesh and they're also brown women. It's like, he's just like anti the whole white supremacist American ideology. So it's really dope. And he, he performed in, where was the world cup? It was Saudi Arabia, right? Shit. Girl, I don't know. I think it was, but he, that was, remember we talked about the world cup and how controversial it was mm, because mm-hmm. oh, yeah, so he performed and he, um, during the performance, let them know, like you treat my people like slaves, you treat Bangladeshi people like fucking servants and it's not cool. And like, you're doing work to do better, obviously like look around us, but there's more work to be done. So he stands 10 toes down in his convictions. And I think him. that's super dope. Yeah. So, and his music is really cool. We got to preview some new music from him that's coming out. So just dope making a way for himself. So shout out to him. Loved it. Well, we also have one more request. If you guys um, have any other podcasters that you think we would do well with collaborating with, we are looking to, Collaborate with other podcasters, um, cross pollinate. We're bringing some dope folks onto this platform to share it with you guys, but we trust your judgment. Many of you have listened to us for a long time. You listen to multiple podcasts and you already have this dream collaboration in your head anyway. So just share it with us. Um, you can DM us or send it to our email um, and, and let us know so that we can follow up and, and see if it's a good fit for us. We also just want to remind you guys we have been off. So it would be nice if we had another push for you guys rating and subscribing and commenting on Apple as well as um, Spotify. If you could figure out how to do it. And if you want to get this extra content, see our faces in real time, watch the podcasts um, as videos, please join our Patreon Shout out to all of the new patrons, Wild Haze, Marielle, Adriana, Sierra Rose with an S, <laughs> Nina, Khadijah, Anthony, Tiffany, Joanna, Chantel, Sierra with a C, and Tiff. Oh, I repeated Tiffany. That maybe, maybe there were two. Tiffany. There's a lot of, um, hmm, I don't know, tricky. But shout out to you guys. Thank you so much. Um, and... We're going to take a break, an hour and <laughs> 23 minutes. Oh, no, we not. That break going to be much <laughs> earlier than that, right after our. And let me take a break and drink some water. Then. All right, well, right after our updates, Monty, that's where the break comes in, right before the town hall recap. Okay. All right, and we're back. Again, like Antoinette said earlier, we're going to keep it light on um, the pop culture. We're going to talk a little bit about some recent things, but also return to our voicemails and reconnect with the community, um, get caught up. You guys have been leaving messages, so we don't want to get too far, uh, too backed up with them. 
Um, but I wanted to talk about this Russell Simmons mm. and uh, Kamora Lee and the damn kids. What I, the- <laughs> first of all, uh, apparently Aoki, there's Ming Lee, mm-hmm. there's Aoki, and then there's um, the baby, baby, but that's not his baby. No, I'm, I'm, no, just of his kids. And there's Kamora. Yeah. So, Aoki, the younger one, has made it public that her dad is abusive and that he's broke. And wait, that he's broke or that he won't give broke. them money? He, she, the under the, the jab that they're throwing at him or the message that they're saying is that he's broke and that he's scrambling now. And, you know, he is reacting to um, the recent legal battle between Kimura and him. I think Kimura is suing him. They're like suing each other. Um, they're having money legal battles, the, the Russell and Kimura. And the girls obviously are in the defense of the mother, it seems, um, and saying that he doesn't have any money and also that he's not giving them just like you said, he's not giving them money and, and he's using money as a uh, weapon to like get back at the girls for their loyalty towards their mom, apparently. But also oh, just Russell's being, suing her, too. Yeah, they're just entrenched in legal dollars. stuff. Just entrenched. Oh, my God. And then November 22nd, 2022, Uh-oh, Russell was the, ordered to pay 83K in legal fees and an additional 35K to cover the cost of his ex-wife spent preparing to sue him oh my god anyway a mess but the girls are on the mother's side Mm. and um she has video and text that she's sharing of him calling you know calling kimura out of her name and and berating the young girls now i'm i don't know nothing about nothing with all that okay i don't know kimura i wouldn't put it past kimura to possibly go for a money grab with him but also i wait, 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 that's wait. not what i'm gonna speak about is she is started dating reacting. her when he was when she was 16 so you What's get what you get with anything well you why would a 16 year old be dating russell simmons old ass and she mentions that she said i was a very young bride 16 but he was dating that young model whatever their legal stuff's going on um I think what's most interesting to me is where did all of that Buddhist non his <laughs> where did all that peace and piety go? That ni- that nigga is entrenched in material problems. Where is his spiritual levity, child? Oh, let me fix this. He claims that they started dating when she was eighteen, when um, Kamora Lee's mother approved of their relationship, but they met before that when she was still a sophomore in high school, which is sixteen. Well, go ahead. Well, again, we we all say this, but Jay Z did the same thing, and nobody. We all he did not admired. date Beyonce when she was sixteen. That is uh, not maybe the same not thing. sixteen, but in terms of grooming woman. and being in her ear. Oh yeah, but he's been sixteen he is different. The same thing. A sophomore in high school is very different. I wouldn't equate right. the two. But okay. either way, it's wild. It's sad because I always it publicly they've always been um especially him with his daughters he's always just loved on them and seemed like they had a good relationship but you just you can't trust nothing don't believe anything child because the way they don't fuck with each other anymore and the way russell done fell off of his guru 
cross-legged peace and love fucking high horse is, is wild. But I, I wish I wish them um they resolve it and they mend it because I would never want to beef with my dad like that. And it being so public, so hurtful. You know what I think about? I think about Alicia Keys' Unbreakable. That Excuse song. Me? Remember that terrible song she had? We might be unbreakable. And she named all of those couples. Uh-huh. And she said, we could fight like Ike and Tina or give it back like Bill and Camille. Oh, this just aged so poorly. That's <laughs> the... <laughs> Right there. First of all, why would you say we can fight like Ike and Tina? What? That's why Tina left this fucking country. <laughs> she said we could act out like Will and Jada or like Kamora and Russell making that paper. Oh, she rhymed paper and Jada. Heard you. Mm. We have enough kids to make a band like Joe and Catherine because they were the ideal couple and all in the family like the Jacksons. Nothing's real. Alicia... <laughs> Yo, you broke up a happy home. Anyway, it's all tricky. I just feel sorry for the kids, and I really feel sorry for Aoki because she seems to be – I identify with Aoki. I, I feel like Aoki is the baby sister who doesn't get as much attention as her older sister. She obviously is doesn't – they don't they don't look alike, but they you can tell that they're related. Um. And she seems like to be the protector of the fan of like her sister, of her mother. And she was the one that finally was like, I'm not going to keep pretending. I'm, you know, I have anxiety from this. I'm going to see psychiatrists for the all kinds of stuff. And then she posted that video of him, of him screaming that she screen recorded. And baby, the way that video didn't have any sound, I must have tell, I was like, what's wrong with my phone? I wanted to know what he was saying. But I they, haven't seen enough memes of dubbing over that. Oh yeah, people could that really could have possibly been created. But yeah, and how old is he to be for this to be so public? It's like, oh man, how old is Russell Simmons? And if he and and also, what is their definition of broke? Because I don't think it's ours. I feel like he got some bread on him. How old is that man? I mean, yeah. 65, he's 65. He's too old well, for Well, come all this. on now. You done meditated enough to know how to do this. Seemingly so. That's the part that's got me like, okay, Russ. Now, you know better. You be yelling does he, and carrying Does he know like better? That. I don't know if he does. Anyway. <sighs> Keep onwards. I got all involved, deeply invested in this queer ultimatum on Netflix. I've completed the entire season. I need you to watch it so we can all talk about it because it was so interesting to watch. Um, a lot of folks were excited to see, you know, n normally we see these dysfunctional heterosexual relationships and everybody was like, yeah, now we get to see some dysfunctional queers. This is great. Was it all this women or was it men too? No, it was all lesbian couples. Okay. Um, or I don't know if they, they were called lesbian. I don't think everybody identified as um, women. But okay, it was wonderful to watch. I saw myself so much. Really? In a lot of those. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, do you know the basis of the ultimatum? No. 
Because I judge shows like that because I think it's just mm-hmm. wreaking havoc on people's relationships. Um, it is basically it's to a couple. One person wants to get married. The other person doesn't. And so they do this social experiment where they take all of these couples and then they swap for three weeks. They break up and then they partner with one of the other couples and do like a, a, a trial marriage run with another person. And then the next three weeks, they go back to their original partner and they sit like, how did it feel to be, you know, with somebody else? Do you still want to be with me? And then the ending is the ultimatum. Are they going to get married or are they going to break up? Like, is that a good idea? It's if, terrible. If that's a, I'm listening to it and you were, I was like, no, I don't listen to it because I feel like it breaks people up. And you're like, eh, that's a terrible idea. I didn't say idea. anything. It's already I rocky. don't disagree. I don't disagree. Uh, I don't Some people like fall in love. Majority of the people... Um, you know, because it's unrealistic that you're going to fall in love with somebody. But some people did. Some people did. They fell Actually, in love or they, they fell had in connections. Okay. They had connections with other that people. helped them that illuminated that they didn't have There's enough in what, their relationship. What they weren't getting, yeah. what they really wanted. Um, but the th- I think the thing that was most interesting was the insistence of the people that wanted to get married. Mm. And majority of them, it wasn't that they wanted to get married to their partner. You know, if you if you asked them if they described what their desire was, it wasn't necessarily around their um, attachment of their partner and the ways in which they enrich their actual lives, but more of like, we've been together for this amount of time. This is what we should this be This is doing. what we do. You know, you get married, mm-hmm. you... You are the puzzle piece that fits versus you really invested in like the co-creation of the thing. It's just like, oh, like this is what we do. We get married. But um, a little messy. Ma fell in love with uh, Mao. Excuse me, not Ma. Not Mao Ma. was the black um, she fine woman hell. on there. She was so fine. Ooh, oh, my God. Child. Everybody ah. like Ma. Everybody. Ooh. Throwing it at her probably now too. Oh God, you already know her her DMs her her everything. She probably she a monster, probably a, a savage now. Cause and she was also Damn super reasonable. Like I heard her, her actual way of being was super admirable, super yeah, just like a dope person. So I, I hope she's getting everything that she needs in this moment. But I enjoyed the show. I don't think I want to watch the um heterosexual one, but I really enjoyed that. I was like, what is everybody talking about? And um, they said Mal's girlfriend was just terrible. No, I mean, she was probably the greatest. I, I wouldn't say that. I don't she was lying was to terrible. her, right? Wasn't she lying? Didn't she lie and say that? I would you like you to it? watch the show. I, I would be curious is it, if that's what you would call it. I don't know. I guess so. Yeah, she wasn't being completely honest about things, but I don't know if it was a malicious. I don't think she was malicious. Um, I think, again, she was just trying to. This is what we're supposed to do without really being interested or really having, yeah, really being in deep relationship with Mal. She really wasn't. Um, Hmm. But the way, I mean, I I think a lot of those shows can feel really shallow and contrived, but those people were really wrestling with real shit. And they were really, really, of course, they were all women. So they're all like articulating their feelings and Mm. like, 
<laughs> I heard that you know. Mal was really self-aware and she she communicated effectively. She did. She was tricky too. Mal has some trick some like I didn't understand Mal's reasoning wanting to marry. Oh, I, Mal wanted to, to marry it. her. You have no, you just have to watch. I'm not going to I'm not going to Mal had some decision making that was also like, "What? What? Girl." Interesting. Really? That is not what the collective of my lesbian group said. Yeah, I didn't I didn't quite agree or understand Mal's rationale either. All we know is she fine. As fuck. <laughs> um and lastly, we have Cardi and Offset carrying on. I don't have nothing to say about this. Honestly, it made me sad cuz I I strangely root for them. I really do. I want to see Cardi happy. I don't know that I'm as invested in Offset and those beautiful kids of his, gorgeous kids. But Cardi, I just want to see happy. And I hate when I see stuff where she's back on the internet and her business is in the street and she's got to, the way that Cardi protects herself is she lashes out, you know? Like, she's like, I'm going to strike first. Even though he's the person that posted it on social media, it's interesting that people are telling Cardi that she needs to, you know, stop making things so public. But he posted on his stories that she What are you referring to? He, for people that don't know. Oh, apologies. Um, Cardi Offset accused her of cheating on him with one of his friends. Oh, it was one of his friends. Somebody that he knew. Yeah, it wasn't like a stranger. He said a homie. I believe. Yeah. Just weird. I'm like, and then people had interesting um, ideas around Cardi's response to it. And she was like, I'm what I look like out here cheating when everybody knows who I am and they going to run their mouth. I'm Cardi B. Like I can't, I actually can't do that. And people would have wished that she said, um, you know, I would never do that. I love you this and that, but I feel like you're not going to get that from her publicly. Cause now you didn't shamed her and, put her business in the street and now she's like that's that's not her style the whole thing i don't care the whole thing is sad they got kids together they got property together and they they already been through trials and tribulations it's too public i mean people shit is messy you know what i mean everything is super everybody i know has some messy stuff um, but the fact that it's public, the fact that he was so reactive is so interesting too. Like what? It's nigga, not what? interesting. That's, that's what, if, when men what? get their feelings hurt, it's the end of the world. Mark, listen, I know somebody who cheated on her boyfriend in college after he was cheating on her the whole time. And I run into this person and every time he brings up this girl and how they broke his heart and he is 45 still talking about some shit that she did when they were in college at like 20 and he was cheating on her constantly, but they, they, they just don't bounce back the same. There's something about it. And I know that's a generalization, but I'm going to make it where men really, their, their whole worlds are just turned upside down when there's infidelity and it's not on their end. So it's very interesting. But who? Oh, up. I don't even think Sorry. she did that. But anyway, she's in. She's somewhere right now, looking fabulous. Did you see her on um, Fashion Bomb Daily? I'm gonna send it to you right now because I want your response. I want your reaction. Because I looked at it and I yelped. I said, "Wow!" 
Also, I'm starting to fade because I hurt my back and I took a muscle relaxant. And I ooh, feel you energetically. You're very you feel warm. me like woo, woo, woo. I'm starting to drop. Over on some perks. Be careful. Hold on, look at it. I just sent it to you. Oh, <laughs> baby, that's that's what the music is playing. All right. While you look at that, I'm gonna pull up the first voicemail because we're backed up. Doesn't she look great? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unpopular opinion. Her team, when it comes to her, her styling and stuff, is just as good, if not better, than Beyonce's. Oh, I said it. Cardi never looks a mess, ever. Mm. If if it's her aesthetic, that's that's what she's gonna do. I I I think that Cardi is just fabulous, and I think she listens to her people and does her thing. I she I takes risks because she takes risks. She takes risks, big. but I love the risks that she takes. Yeah, look at her. She looks like yeah. a peacock. Looks gorgeous. Anyway, all right, we right along. First voicemail, bang. Hey, Antoinette. Hey, Shanti. This is Jay. Quick question. Now, I may have missed the episode when you talked about it, but I am curious. Antoinette, whatever happened to you and the orthotic guy that you were interested in? The who? Can you give us an update? Because I really enjoyed hearing about your escapades with him. Thanks. She said, shout out to, did she say her name? This is Jay. I think she said Jay. She said the orthotic guy. She's talking about my chiropractor. <laughs> Girl, what's popping with him? Oh, like, what is going on with him? Girl, I feel like you, nothing. Your back hurts. You need to go back to him. I won't. Does no one remember that a listener called and was like, hi, I'm a chiropractor and he does not need to go up under your shirt. He does not need to go. He doesn't need to pull your pants down. He, he wasn't pulling my pants on. That sounds crazy. Whoa. He wait, wasn't wait. pulling my <laughs> pants all the way down. But he was, he was pulling my leggings down quite low. What? He to was the getting, crack really? To like get on my skin. And I'm like, is this a massage or are you cracking my back? Like, what are we doing? And I, there was some points where I was thinking to myself, like, wait a minute. And he was not a young man. It wasn't, he, I was not being serious about Yo, I have to be, I have to be much more clear on here. There was nothing serious about that relationship. I was playing because he was the only person touching me. Oh my God. And he was maybe like this 66 year old Jewish man who was actually a little bit of a creep, maybe possibly. I apologize. That's not funny. That's not funny at all. I didn't know that. I'm still laughing at it because it took it. I remember talking about it on here and it took for somebody to call and say, hi, um, what you're describing isn't right. And I was like, for real? (laughs) 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 I I had no idea. That's like I got a massage once. Oh, my God. It's because of this muscle relaxant is getting to me. I got a massage once. I I don't think I ever told you this. And the man, I think that. And you know how I sometimes go to those massage places that are a little sketchy? Not anymore. I found my guy. But the man was massaging. He turned me over on my back. So I'm facing up. Okay. And I don't really like that because my breasts, they go under my armpits. They don't, <laughs> they don't stay up. So I'm like trying to hold them up because it's just, they're kind of dipping out of the towel, you know, like peeking out <laughs> the fucking towel. And so anyway, 
he puts his hands up under my breasts, like, and starts massaging under there really hard. And so they're like flying around in a way. And I didn't know. And this is old me where I didn't think that I could say like, hey, you don't need to do that. Instead, I just was like, oh, I don't want to be rude. Let me just stay really still. (laughs) Don't breathe at all. Just stay still. (laughs) It was like, girl. And then when he was massaging, I think he was trying to figure out what I what I was in. I don't know what he was doing. I'm be quiet. But when he was massaging me lower, I think that he was trying to figure out like if if she doesn't. He's trying to give you a happy ending. (laughs) Well, I don't have a. This is getting awkward. I they can still the men do that. I know, too. but that's why he was a man, and he was when he was rubbing my inner thigh, he was getting like closer and closer every time. And finally, I was like, "Thank you." Oh, he was trying to. He see. He was trying to see. Yeah, I thought so, and that makes me sad for him because he's probably in some sort of indentured servant situation. But or also he's sad to get for his me. extra fifty twenty five dollars. Them people. That's sad. All around <laughs> sad. Sound like Donald Trump of no vocabulary. <laughs> Very sad. bad. <laughs> bad. Sad. All right. Yeah. So long winded answer, but no. All right. We're going to move on. This is something for you, Shanti. And I think Uh-oh. that, no, no, it's not. It's for both of us, but it's really for you. Hi, Antoinette and Shanti. Uh, my name is Marnita. I am from California, longtime listener, first time caller. I'm just calling to give some thoughts on the episode called Are You Living a Creative Life? Um, I am a creative, and I feel like I was a little in between uh, you, Antoinette, and Shanti about how you were feeling about living a creative life. Um, I describe myself as a creative. I'm a graphic designer. I'm a pole dancer, so I put together pole dance uh, shows for competitions, and I've danced in showcases, so I put together my own pieces for that. Um And I was laid off from my graphic design job about a year ago, and I haven't been able to find another job. And in the interim, I've started an Etsy shop um, selling T-shirts and journals and different things that I design. But I used to be able to be creative just for fun. Like I could walk into a craft store, buy a lot of supplies, uh, make cards for my friends and family on their birthdays and things like that. But recently, every time I try to be creative for fun, I start thinking, well, how can I make money off of this? It's got to be profitable. And then it just, I go down a spiral of, I can't make this profitable. So I have trouble creating just for fun. Um, So those are my thoughts on living a creative life. And um, I just want to share them with you. I'm totally interested if you guys do kind of a book club type thing uh, where we read the book and kind of go through all of those creative prompts together. I think that would be great for me. Um, I just wanted to, in closing, thank you guys for your podcast. It's really great. Everything you share with us is just really, really great. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thoughts? I think I think that's a very real um dilemma especially if you are you know in survival mode it feels almost impossible to be creative and find the space to do it in a way that um feels authentic and from from a uh an open space so I completely 
I completely understand that. I think um, I think you should continue. And, and in in the book, she basically your your discipline or your practice is to keep showing up regardless. And there's different levels that have to be. Um, there's there's blockages that has to be busted through and it's not a matter of um stopping so even when you have those fears of like oh or these blockages of like oh i need to do this to make money you show up the next day and you're still sitting at your computer and creating your artwork that you need to do and the experience may complete be completely different um I think if we stop and we go on these cycles and these loops of like one day you're just again upset and and anxious and your mind is driving you to just you know um show up to make money but then the next day you do it again and it's just a different experience and it's it's a different kind of dedication and I think it's like any spiritual practice, because I think it's a spiritual practice, um, things are opened up and revelations are had and it's not going to be, that's not going to be your only experience with your artwork. That's not going to be the only thing that's going to be available to you, but you kind of have to keep going and keep doing it. And I haven't been doing that. So I just know what the book says. And I think that those fears and that self-doubt and those, um, those naysaying thoughts are only natural and are meant to deter us, but they also keep us blocked. And the whole artist way is about pushing through it and getting to the what's on the other side of it, which is a more authentic, open and inspired um, experience. And it's kind of like anything in life. We always, we always have to wrestle. We always have to figure out how to manage this, this voice of negativity, this voice of self-doubt, and I guess channeling and doing it in an art in an artistic form helps us to be um, in practice of that and um, exist with it and not be overwhelmed or deterred by it. So I don't know. I say I say I hope that you keep doing it, and maybe we should because I did. I did stop doing my morning pages and I do feel a shift in myself um, and I would love to pick that back up and to really be in practice of it because it is a, a really powerful practice um, that you're going to have to confront all of that self-doubt and all of that compulsion to like do it to make it public or do it to make money. Um, but you got to keep doing it to get to the other side of it. So maybe if folks want to do that, that's something that I would, I would, pick up doing I don't know how we would do it collectively but we'll figure it out okay and one last voicemail all right everybody I know that I said that we had one more but I cannot find this voicemail to save my we life we have to say that. but no I'm gonna say it there was a man who called and he went on and on about how if these men are not interested in marrying you then drop them and he he sounded like he was from the south I won't say his name, but he was saying that after eight months, if he's not talking about it, 
get him out of here girl and that's I, a topic that's a podcast topic i thought that was very interesting it is it's a full it can be a full topic i disagree with it wholeheartedly even though he had our back because i was like eight months is not enough time but also like i don't know i think it's a it, it'll be an interesting topic for us to explore in our newly single duo lives it'll be interesting for us to explore if a nigga tell me he want to get married in eight months i'll be like okay <laughs> No, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you are. But like I, I, I just I feel energetically there's something's a pull, and no. I talked to psychic bleep, and you know she saw it too. So I, you have to leap, girl. You who's the Libra of this bunch? Actually, you. I am the Libra. Like, I I don't yeah, think girl, that I'm ready. We're gonna move to Idaho like this. Not is, Idaho. <laughs> ready i'm ready for change the, uh, you know what i think i want to say this i think that there's a big misconception i see the people on the instagrams and that's going to be a new thing we're not going to say who posted the memes since we're turning into a meme account we're not going to say who posted it but we want y'all to guess and just because it, we post it doesn't mean that we agree with it it's just hilarious <laughs> but so many people were like oh i thought i know shanti does all these memes and i was like no, she doesn't. But they they have a different understanding of who I am. I think it's very interesting. No, I think a lot of people know you post stuff. They always post like internet. I hear this in internet's voice. Yeah, when it's internet's crazy and it's like longing for a relationship, but they don't know that about you. They don't know they that know you I wasn't in a relationship. Yes, but they don't know that like even if you are, it's still your <laughs> still your steez. <laughs> you're still like I want to eat you. <laughs> And as much as you're like, I don't know, we need to reimagine things. You be talking about marriage a lot. If you think I still want to get married after all this, then internet, maybe you don't actually know Shanti, what's going on with me. I don't think you me. know yourself. I think <laughs> no, that if somebody I don't along, think so. You talk. Okay. In this moment this where I'm at episode. right now in my life, I don't no, think so. In this moment, of course, because everything's fresh and clean, but no, it's not. It's not what i want right now right now until mm -hmm. you go on the first date and y'all never leave each other again for the next six seven eight years mm -hmm. i'm and, not and, doing that again it, it only goes it only increases <laughs> if it's six seven eight years now and then you want to get married exactly. or at least have something some exactly. kind of something some kind of what what would what would qualify it as a real relationship what do you need as the qualifier this outside of your actual relationship. Oh, I don't know. That's why I'm not in a relationship either. Because that's conflicting. That wasn't a that's real conflicting. question. That was me poking holes in the fact that we need these qualifiers for things to be real, for the feelings to be real, for the relationship to be real. This would be a great topic. No, yeah, I don't know. We have to marry we should, or not we should, to marry. We should talk from about two that single women. There, there is, nobody there wants to marry us. There are qualifiers. There are things that need to be met in partnership. But that don't need to be that don't equate to marriage and vice in marriage. Like there is a partnership that I yearn for. Uh -huh. There is a life sharing that I yearn for. Uh -huh. Yes. That I think for the longest time there is intimacy and like I'm ten toes down. I want you. Commitment. That I yearn for and I is non-negotiable. But I had confused that with like oh when you're married and you're cohabitating then that comes. And that I realize that that's not I know too many married people that are married for years and never have that kind of partnership or like 
relationship that um, don't have that. And I think for the longest, I was like, just like that girl, Yoli is like, oh, when we get married, we're going to be, it's going to be like. Who is Yoli? going to be close. It's the, from the queer who's trying to, queer ultimatum that was trying to marry Mal. Mm. But that's just not the case. It's not the case. So, and I realized that. And just the dynamics of my life in this moment as a mother of a teenage kid, it's just. She's not a teenager yet. Do. Don't age her. She's definitely about to be 13 years oh, old. Not yet. Not yet. Not <laughs> yet. It's not my priority. Okay. But, um, well, we should talk about that because that's interesting. I I can't weigh in. It's just I'll take whatever I can get at this point. Like, <laughs> I'll play it. I'll play it. <laughs> All right. Well, this was a light one. Pray for me because I have to go drive now and I'm high on not antidepressants. What is this? A muscle Perfect relaxant. Sense. I'm future. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why That's was that so funny? funny? But why was it that? Did you funny? say I'm future? Yeah, that's uh, Bali Perk. That's like the only song of his I know. Percocet, Molly, Percocet. Okay, okay. I gotta go. I'm four minutes late to a meeting. I love oh you. Oh my I'm god, happy I to bought something back. that's a sale item and no returns. And I, <gasps> I bought multiple things that were sale items and no returns or refunds. Final sale, and they were How expensive as fuck. Girl, internet, you slipping? Tighten up. I'm pro- I apologize. I hope it wasn't that dress, girl. <laughs> Quanto questo? How much? Over $150? Yes, way more. I have to go. I'm so upset right now. How did because I not see that? It's like one, two, three, four, five fucking items that are all over like $200. I got to go. I have to go. How do I resell this? What do I do? Somebody resell help. Ass. That's the next thing. We got put that smile and looking at somebody turn away. What reselling ass. Fuck Shanti. This is not funny. How did I do that and not notice that? <gasps> you can resell them. You can take them to a consignment shop. <gasps> is it over? Is it like a stack, Antoinette? They weren't on sale like this when I bought this, I didn't think. All right, I got to go. I got to go. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Sorry for that. <laughs> Brief. <laughs> Happy to be back. Thank you for listening to another episode of Around the Way Curls. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good.